Clavisto, President Jacob Zuma is 74 today. It's his birthday. Any wishes from you? Uh, I don't know. But, hello! Yes, he's 74 today. Right, so let's look at the markets and uh, see if uh, they're surging <laughs> as the president's uh, age is surging as well. Asian, st- <laughs> Asian stocks advance as uh, Japan's uh, topics gains with uh, retreat of the yen. You know what is interesting about this particular Asian market in Pepeso is that obviously we know that the Japanese stocks rely very much on the weakness of the yen for them to actually continue. The difference between what the Japanese do and what the Chinese do is when the Chinese realize that in actual fact their own currency is taking a little bit of a dip, what they try to do is control it so they could change or alternate what the outcome is by really merely controlling what happens with their yuan. In the Japanese yet, the case is not the same. What they're trying to do is trying to curb the weakness of the yen by making sure that, obviously, they are reliant completely on exports. And so, therefore, when the dollar does weaken, unfortunately, it makes them look stronger. And we have seen this as well, um, and I heard my colleague earlier on, um, um, uh, uh, um, uh, Mr. Sis, mentioning that, you know, the, the reason why the RAND has strengthened quite considerably uh, um, quite um, uh, uh, considerably is the fact that we, we had a very weak dollar um, and that's the reason why you see the emerging currencies starting to look a bit stronger and there's some companies who will be happy there's some companies who will be not happy so if you look at the Asian market this morning the MSCI Asia Pacific Index gained about 0.3% apart from the fact that Japanese topics index jumped by 0.9% even though the yen slipped so that just shows you that's very important for the Japanese yen to weaken for them to actually make a very good profit uh, when it comes to their exports. Emerging market assets uh, advanced for fourth day on dollar weakness. Yeah, they did, and uh, it was quite interesting. The emerging market stocks and their currencies rallied for a fourth day as a weak dollar and buoyant oil price uh, drove demand for riskier assets. Why do people... <laughs> This is very puzzling. You must investigate that. Uh, can we have a, a, a commission of inquiry, please? <laughs> Why is it? Why is it? When even those things are not looking bright and uh, clear, mm. when we see potential for the dollar to actually weaken, emerging market buyers go in very hard and buy and purchase a lot of assets. And, and the reason behind it, and the reason behind it, it's not the reason, but the reasoning or the thinking behind it is that obviously the weakening of the dollar has an effect in the emerging market space. So it opens opportunities that normally you wouldn't get in a stronger in a, uh, dollar uh, 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 environment. So what they try to do is by doing so, they're hedging against the fact that the dollar is going to continue to be, to be weak, and so they take advantage of the positive flow of money that is available on the market. Um, it's like almost waiting for winter for Umam Charlie or better thing is the ice because she must leave and so that the Umam Kumalo who sells soup to come through.
And that is exactly what's happening in the emerging markets currently right now. With the slowness of the dollar, it's given a lot of investors opportunities to buy in the emerging market stocks, and that's why they're taking up the risk. Wow, that's interesting. And then uh, tech stocks flying too high for your liking? Higher and higher. I don't know if you know that song, Peter. So I you... do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, these tech stocks have been absolutely doing well until now, Peter. So, where we're starting to see a little bit of a lackluster behavior from the tech stocks. The reason is, let's talk about this, Peter. So, how many Samsung S7s can you really sell? You know, how many S6s can you really sell? How many Galaxy Tabs? Five, can you really sell? And, and, and what is happening is because we're starting to reach a point of saturation and we have to ask, where do the, the second-hand ones go? The tech companies are starting to have a little bit of a challenge in Pepe. So they've reached what I call their climax, or you, some people might call it the peak, or some people might call it the, uh, the summit. And what is happening is that they are starting to struggle to sell new products very quickly, mm. as much as they used to before. They're struggling. It's and satura- a saturation reason, point. It is saturation point. It is saturation point. So we are not surprised, as long-term investors, why this is happening. And, and, and you know, you remember when the new iPhone comes out or when the new uh, 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 Galaxy comes out, people queue 24 hours before it actually comes out of the stores. That is starting to be less and less. Uh, so that means that people... Two things. Firstly, people are under tremendous amount of pressure economically. Secondly, it is becoming an expensive exercise for people to do that type of thing. And so it seems like we're starting to slow down a little bit in terms of new technology. Because if you think about it, let's think about it. What is the real difference between an S6 and an S7? It's the over, it's the over, over screen. <laughs> All right, Cliviso, but you didn't say anything about uh, BlackBerry and Nokia and what uh, WhatsApp is doing to them, but it's all right. Those, <laughs> those fruits are dead. Those fruits don't exist anymore. There's no more fruits. Okay. There's only one fruit. It's an apple, and it keeps the dogs awake. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much.